This is episode 97, and this is Creating Space. is happening guys welcome back to the show 97 episodes what is up we are three episodes away from 100 let's go are you feeling the juice right now you have to feel the gratitude it's been a long run and i'm excited excited to bring today's guest to you mr dean graziosi new york times best-selling author he's a well-known american real estate investor expert and leading trainer throughout the world He has appeared daily on American TV for nearly 15 years and is a highly respected businessman, entrepreneur. He's got multiple New York Times bestselling books, and he's an inspirational speaker as well. Dean is perhaps best known, though, for his long-running interview-style TV shows and the leading real estate uh, educational platforms that he uses in many places across the world. This guy is a savage. His energy is so much fun. We had a great, great rift just on positivity, the power of habit. And his most recent book, Millionaire Success Habits, is something that is flying off the shelves right now. I mean, listen, this guy has reached millions and millions of viewers in America around the world, and he's touched many and changed many and many lives. There's a reason that guys like Tony Robbins surround themselves with guys like Dean Graziosi. So without any further ado, let's hop on this 97th episode of Creating Space with Mr. Dean Graziosi. Dean Graziosi, welcome to Creating Space, my man. How are you doing? What a legend. Dude. <laughs> to be in the presence of a legend, man, this is Oh, exciting, man, I don't dude. know about legend, but thanks, man. I'm doing amazing. It's good to be with you, dude. Yeah, your energy is awesome, dude. Your pulse right now, you're vibrating. Life must be good. You've just got a new book to hit the yep. shelves. How does it feel right now kind of getting to this new inflection point in your life where all that you've done is great, but now it seems like you're even more motivated to, to do more, to accomplish more, and to help more people overall? So, so let me just – I'll throw that back on you. Like for the – how long have you been doing creative space? Man, creative I, space. we are just over 10 months into this and I'm driving awesome. this – like I'm driving this lane hard, Dean. I'm driving yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. No, congratulations. <laughs> but let me just ask you, how does it feel when you know that you're just – like your heart is singing, right? Like you're an athlete, you're a badass, you did your thing. So you know what flow is, you know what being in the zone is, you know yeah. when you feel it, you know when you're not thinking what to say anymore, you're just saying it. There's stuff that comes out of your mouth now that might come out today, like where the hell did that even come <laughs> from? Right? So just think of that evolution, right? This is 20 years I've been doing this yeah. and I'm seeing this momentum of lives I've touched. And of course I wanted to be in business. Of course I want to make money because of course I want to have the New York Times status and I got multiple one of those and I like speaking on stage at 20,000 people and all that stuff is good. Excuse me, all that stuff is good. But man, when the flow happens and you start seeing how many lives you affect, you're already seeing it in 10 minutes. I know I can see it in your heart. I see it in your eyes. I see it when you speak. Imagine having 20 years of that. And now I have more momentum than ever. My books are selling better than ever. Wherever I go, people aren't going, hey, you're the infomercial guy or you're the real estate guy. They're saying, hey man, you affected my life. Mm. And And when you look like, dude, I love the byproduct of a successful company. I want to leave a legacy. I'll talk about all that stuff. 
But man, I'm in a space right now where I have momentum. I have wind at my back and I just want to show more and more people that where you are is not where you need to settle to be. Where you want to go is possible that, that, you know, the, the things that you think are your negatives in your life are actually the fuel. They're actually the raw material for another level of life. You just need to show, have somebody show you how to shift them. And, and, and again, you're doing that now. Think about if you had 20 years of it, you just, it's part of what I do. It's, it's become who I am. And, and it's so easy for you to drop into that flow state, Dean. You don't even need a trigger any longer. You just you just fall right into it, man. And that's your level of mastery. And that's because you went all in on your talents, man. But yeah. for me, I struggled trying to figure out what those talents were because on the field, I was an animal and I could I, yeah. and that was my yeah. home space, right? When yep. it came to all of life outside of that, I was lost. So as we begin to start this, this off and kick this off, what was that life pre- um, you buying into yourself and knowing what your strengths were and starting to chase your dream. What was that life? What was Dean like before that time? Yeah, it's a, it's a really great question. You know, I, I um, I'm not going to get into the, you know, poor me and what I had as a kid, but we all have our stuff, right? We all are running away from something or we want to run towards something else. And I just remember, I mean, I, I lived in a bathroom with my dad for a whole year when I was a kid, I had dyslexia. So I was always the one that, you know, and, and you, you and I talked real briefly before this, you know, when you have dyslexia, you can't read, you can't keep up with the other kids. Plus I was one of the poorest kids in school. Right. So like I, I didn't like the way things were at home. My parents were married nine times. I was always moving, felt insecure. And then I go to school and when it's time to read in front of the class, I'd skip out of school because I was embarrassed because I, I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't right. sound it out. Right. Right. And, and I see that. And, and one of the things I have so much empathy for, think about this. Like I was lucky enough to take that pain and say, screw this. I'm going to use that energy to be better, be bigger. I'm going to show them. Right. But just think how many people and one of the things that motivate me, think how many people say, yeah, that's who I am. I mean, I'd love to say, no, I just knew I was going to be a badass and make money forever. No, I was there was years I was inches away from just going, well, this is who I am. I'm not that smart. I didn't come from money. I'm not going to be able to go to college because I don't have the money or the smarts to go to college. And this is my lot in life. You know, I'll get it. I'll stay a mechanic and I'll be okay. I'd love to say that this epiphany hit me. It's like, no, you had this God given right. It's like, (laughs) no, there was days like, this is my lot in life. Shit. I'm going to be a mechanic and maybe I'll make 60 grand a year. And then that's it. Right. And, and to think that's who I was in high school. I fixed cars. I was a mechanic. I painted cars and then I got into real estate and I was, I was a plumber and a carpenter and did tile and had dirty fingernails every day. And I wasn't sure, but then I, I just started seeing that successful people, happier people, people with flow, with energy that are enthusiastic. They just did shit a little bit differently than I did, right? right? They made different decisions. They read different books. They studied different people. It was like a foreign language, but then I got obsessed on it and I wanted to know what it was. Right. right? And then I just started getting these little glimpses and in life. And if you're watching right now or you're listening right now, just it's take the little wins. Like all of us are looking for this big breakthrough, this big new year's resolution. My life changed this day and everything got good. That's not the way it happens, man. Right. You know, it's like, but doing this, it's one day you get a win. You had 10 followers and then you had 20 followers. Right. You had 40 followers. You mm. had 80. You didn't come on and say, man, I was a badass soccer player. Look at, I'm this guy. I need a million followers today. If you would, you would have set yourself up for failure and you'd be someplace else depressed today. Not <laughs> badass you are with a smile on your face. It's, it's these little incremental changes. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I get hyped about this stuff, but keep um, going, man, please. Yeah, Bill, by Bill, all means, Bill Gates said something amazing. And I'll share this for anybody. 
we all overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in five. Life is going to happen to you anyway. Life is going to go on anyway. Why not start making changes today that are productive, that are taking steps towards the bigger you, something that serves God, the universe, your family, your friends, your bigger purpose, right? You're going to do shit anyway. Life's going to be tough anyway. You might as well be forging in a path that could take you where you deserve to be and want to go and not look at yourself as a failure in three months if it didn't happen. Just take these incremental steps. Like you're talking to me now, you're 10 months in. If I talk to you in five years from now, it'll be a completely different world. You'll have courses, you'll have books, you'll have millions of followers, you'll change and touch the lives of millions of people. If you think you're going to have that next week, you'll set yourself up for failure. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's all about framing. And what I love most is, yes, you teach and yes, you break down educational modules, but what you are teaching is our habits, like simple yeah. decisions, breaking down really complex ideas and turning them into really simple decisions and saying, if I can find the decisions that work for me and I can replicate that, then I can right, generate right. success. Okay. So that resonates with you so yeah. well because you had dyslexia because listen, I can't learn complex shit. And, nope. and listen, let me just be honest. A lot of the stuff I teach, it's been around since, you know, the beginning of time. Yeah. You're, right? not, you're not reinventing the wheel. No chance. No, it's, but what it is, is it's how you deliver the message. So it sticks. Right. You read someone else's book and you're like, oh, that was a good book. Like if I read Malcolm Gladwell books, man, I love Malcolm Gladwell books. Every one he wrote, uh, David right. and Goliath, all of them. But when I'm done, I don't do anything different with my life. What I want to do is write books that are like recipes and make them so simple. You go, man, I never thought about it that way. I could do that. Like, that's what I want. Like, I hope when you read my yeah. book, you said, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that too. No, I can yeah. do that. And that's that's because of simple thinking of only you know of not having a, a overly educated. You know, I you know I, I don't articulate well. I don't have a huge vocabulary, but I do know how to get shit done and make it into a recipe so it sticks. Well, so what's so for interesting? Well, what's so interesting is you talked about earlier in your flow state. You talked about how the products and the pieces of your past that you thought were your darkness are actually the biggest uh, yeah. drivers to your success, right? And I've heard you mention a many many. Uh, other interviews that, you know, you lived in 20 different places as, as a yep. child and you were never had a really solid uh, home life situation. You were always in forced to be in new environments and new situations yep. and you were able to adapt and look how that has taught you and, and created the ability for you to teach to all different types of learning, um, learning habits and, and learning yeah. traits. And you can really speak to people's souls. It's really, really incredible. The next question yeah, I'll ask you oh, in that ahead, state, the next question I'll ask you in that state, Dean, is like, what was the one moment, and maybe it wasn't one moment, but there had to be a singular moment where you noticed yourself dropping into flow state as a as a younger kid and yep. influencing people. And you know when you you're magnetic, my man, and and it, it's awesome Thank when you, you become magnetic. Um, but when you see that captive audience, you're, you've captivated yeah, whether yeah, it be yeah, one yeah. person or fifteen thousand, and you know that all eyes are on you. Can you think back to a moment? Yeah, where, yeah, no, that's great. Where you recognize great, great your power. Question, dude. Yeah. So, so let's get to some teaching. I want, I want everybody listening and watching to have tactical takeaways, whether you call yeah. them tactical or life takeaways. So, so a couple of things. One is I wasn't the smartest kid. I wasn't most brilliant. I don't have them. I don't articulate very well. Sometimes I, I don't use the perfect words, but what I realized at a young age, and this is what everybody should realize. And you have it too, dude. I love your enthusiasm. Your energy is you are much better being enthusiastic 
and authentic and, and authentic rather than overprepared and perfect. Mm, Remember that, that forever. Authent- that. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. Authenticity and enthusiasm will always, always, always outweigh perfect and overprepared. Yes. So let's just take an example. You have a, you're going in to give a presentation to a family member, your business, you're going into your company to try to promote a new product or get a raise. What will happen is we'll think in our hearts of what the perfect thing to say. We'll, we'll create a PowerPoint or slides and say, is this the right word? And do I reflect here? And what do I say here? How many people have you watched give a presentation that was perfect and you wanted to go to sleep or perfect <laughs> yeah. and you feel moved, right? Yeah. Or some come up in five minutes and you feel their heart, you feel their energy, you feel their enthusiasm and their authenticity and you're immediately connected. So everybody watching and listening, write this down. People will learn from you. People will adore you. People will buy from you when they feel understood, not when they understand you. Love that. Love that. So let's go, let's go a little deeper in that. When they can connect directly to your truth, but think that your truth resonates with them. Is that what you're saying? Right, right. Because I mean, think of a silly analogy and I'm making this up as I go along, but think if you went to a used car dealership and a guy comes out and he says, Hey, how you doing? Hey man, you know, I could tell you're young, good looking dude. You, pr- you probably want a two seater. You want something fast. You don't care about this. And he goes on, I've been doing this for 35 years. This is the best car in the world. That's good. He's trying to get you to understand him. Right. Right, right. He has no clue what's going on in your life. You might walk in. What if a salesman just walked out and said, Hey man, you're, you're here today. Hey, what's up with your life? What what do you do? Find out that you just got married. Your wife's pregnant. You're going to need a different car. You want something more economical and you want something that doesn't look like a minivan. One is trying to get you to understand him, his experience, why he's good. And the other one simply just said, Hey man, what's up? And right. as simple as that analogy is, people, I, I get to see this firsthand, right? I, I've been blessed to speak on stages with my buddy Tony Robbins with 20,000 people in the audience, and you're speaking. And if you screw up, man, if, if you're too much into trying to tell them who you are, you watch the audience and they're kind of engaged or they could be impressed. But when that audience feels understood, like, holy shit, this guy gets me. He knows my pain. He knows my desires. He knows what I want in life. You watch a completely different engagement. They're not just like this. Their eyes are open. They're apart. They're not even afraid to look down. But that's life, right? If you want to win the negotiation, if you want to have people hear what you say, let them feel understood. Let them understand that you feel where they are, but you might have a solution. I I hope I went deep enough on that because a lot of times – A lot of times what we have to do is we simply have to enter conversations already going on in the other person's head. So you want to go talk to your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, and you've been thinking about it for months. You're in your head thinking of what to say, how to bring this up. You're feeling uncomfortable when really you need to just walk in and say, let them feel understood for a moment and they immediately open up and then the conversation is easier. Listening instead of speaking. Really, isn't it? Just just tuning out and and allowing. A lot of times I try to watch and see their, their body language. If there's something that they say, you can tell there's energy wrapped in behind that. And then yeah, yeah. if you're consciously listening, right. And, and really tuned in, then you can try to go in that direction. And it's hard with you, man, because you're so juiced, you're, you're, you're shooting everywhere and you're just so passionate about what it is. I can go in any direction and that's what, yeah, yeah. No, ask me. I, and I'll try to reel it back. No, in. no, don't, Dean, don't you filter yourself. <laughs> not one bit, my man, we're, we're just going to keep going. I'm going to keep throwing things at you. And I really want to know, you know, I want to get to the intricate to keep staying around habits, right? Because okay, you got it. You, you got know, it. Those, those. That's that's man. That's what you're. That's what you're brilliant. That's what you're gifted yep. in. Um, tell me this. 
we all have visions, right? And the yep. vision and the mission for me as a professional athlete was, man, I want to show everyone in small, easily South Carolina that the place where the big three are, are the only sports that are played, basketball, baseball, football. If you don't play one of those three, you are insignificant, right? So gotcha. for me, it was about, I want to show my town, my city that I can, right? And, and that just kind of continued to move on. And then it was, I want to show the city of Vancouver in the MLS and, you know, and then it That's grows, awesome. right? Yeah, yeah. We always have a vision and a, a vision and a mission, but that desire to do something bigger than me was what kept driving me forward to, yeah. to do that. And you have to be willing to struggle through the shitty times, Dean. You know what I yep. mean? Struggle through Absolutely. the times where you I was beating the soccer ball up against the wall and it was it was raining and cold and no one was there. My question to you is, when you found your sole purpose and you knew you were ready to go, Dean, what was it inside your vision and your mission that allowed you to struggle through the shit, eat shit sandwiches and keep yep. moving forward? Yeah, that's a really great question. So, so if you want to the reason I wrote Millionaire Success Habits is because I took all these little things in my life and other people's lives and said, how do I adjust them into a simple habit? So one thing is if you don't have, you had your why, right? That's a common word nowadays, but most people really don't know how to find it. If you really dig into, if I said to you, you know, why did you want to be a pro soccer player, you know, or a pro athlete, you know, originally you said you wanted to prove to your little town, but why'd you want to prove to your little town? Because they didn't give you the credit you deserved. Or maybe you wanted to prove it to your dad because he didn't think he should have went into something else. I don't know what it is, but we all have that. And, and what I want to share with everybody is get in the habit of finding a why that comes from your heart, not your head. So if I asked everybody watching right now, why do you want to live a more fulfilled life? A lot of people say, I want to be in control. I'd love financial freedom. I'd love life freedom. I'd like to have more joy. Ask yourself again, whatever the answer is, why do you want that? And I did this thing in the book where you could do it right now. You don't need to do anything else, but ask yourself that question seven times. So this Every is the seven-step seven step 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 step. Yeah, process. Yeah. That you and that's a habit about. I go through all the time. But what I did, I went through that process. And when I first thought I wanted financial freedom, I wanted to leave a legacy. I wanted to be a better husband, a better father. When I really dug into it, the reason why I fought so hard is because I didn't want to go backwards in my life. I hated being broke as a kid. I hated hand-me-downs. I hated getting made fun of. I ain't going back to that shit. I, hated, <laughs> I ain't going yeah. back. <clears throat> Secondly is I wanted my kids, I want my kids to have choices. I don't want to raise entitled brats, but I want them to make choices. I didn't have a lot of choices, but the number one thing for me, this is mine, you know yours, right? and I encourage everybody, mine was being in control of my life because I moved nine 20 times. My parents were married nine times. I had so much instability as a kid I, that every time I had something I liked, it was taken away. Different grandparents, different stepdad, stepmom was taken away. And when I really dug in, man, I fight for control still every day of my life. I don't want anybody to tell me how to dress, how to eat, where to live, how to raise my kids, what to do. I dress the way I want, where I want to, I, I don't, if I want to go coach baseball and coach little league and coach softball, I'm leaving right now to go to my daughter's pitching practice. I don't care. It's the middle of the day. There's a lot going on. I'm getting done with you. I'm just walking out of the office and I'm not going to have anybody say, Dean, you have to stay. It's like, no, I'm not. I, so again, not, I'm not a control freak. But I fought for that control. I worked when the when the shit went wrong, the company went wrong, the accountant stole the money, the partner ripped me off, all those things while I was learning. All of it was when I get back is like, I don't want, I'm not going to give up my control to anybody. So when you find that powerful thing, and I don't mean to digress, but when you find your why, and it should be another habit we talk about, is when you <clears throat> when you know why the hell you're doing it. 
Then what most people do wrong is they really don't have the vision or the clarity on where they really want to go. And we should talk about that, right? There, a lot of people just want to get out of the crap that they're dealing with. They don't want a whole bunch of stuff, but they really don't know what they do want. And I have a great habit for that. If that's a cool direction we can go into. So Dean, first of all, before we go into that direction, I feel yeah. like I'm looking at myself in 20 years because I cannot stand anyone telling me what to do. Anyone trying to impose their will on me. And I, I want to create the life that I live to where I can be a badass dad and spend all of the time yeah. doing the things in the lifestyle that I want to live to bring up the kids in, yeah, yeah. in, in a great, in a great circumstance, not in easily South Carolina. So yeah. as we move forward into this, I mean, there's so much value inside of this guys. Um, let, let's go down that path, right? So I've, I've kind of found my why, or I at least recognize that I don't like the life that I'm currently living any longer. Right. Yeah. Dean, you talked about trying to, trying to get really clear, clear and finding clarity on vision and, and purpose. Walk us through kind of those habits that you speak about yeah. that can kind of sure. help you give direction to, to drive that path. Yeah. So, so uh, let me just go a little deeper on this. Why? When, if I ask you, just think about this for yourself. If I ask you, what do you want? Out of, why are you watching us right now? Just answer that. Anybody watching right now, if, if you're listening right now, if you say, why would you listen to something like this? You know, are you listening so you can maybe find some freedom, be motivated, be inspired, you know, hear a new tactical or a takeaway, something that could change your life. Well, why do you want that? Well, then you might say, because I don't like the job I'm in. Well, why don't you like the job you're in? Because I don't have enough time for my family. Well, why don't you have enough time for your family? Uh, because my dad didn't have time for me. And here's what I want you to think about. As you go through those seven steps, you're going to go from your head. And the moment it goes into your heart, you're going to feel, I have goosebumps right now thinking about it. Because you go from your head to your heart and you feel it in your soul. All of a sudden you go, because my dad wasn't there for me. Well, why is it important to be there for your kids? Because I remember looking up in softball or little league, I looked up and there was no one on the stands for me. And I just, I remember thinking that day, someday I won't be like that. Why is that important? And you'll get to this part in your heart that anchors in why the hell you're going to go for this on the rainy days when no one's watching and shit goes wrong, why you still plow forward. Just wanting to be more inspired, wanting more money, it's not enough. I'm just telling you right now, it will not get you past the tough days. If you just wanted to impress your friends, you wouldn't have made, you've been the athlete you are. There's a, there's a, there's a level, a depth of a why inside you, man, that, that drove you past those days. And, but here's the thing, you weren't born with it. We just, you you were able to find it and harness it. And everybody listening, you find that why there's a whole nother level to you. Wherever you think you are, you're a badass. There's a whole nother level of badass <laughs> once you find a why. Right? Yeah. Because then nothing gets in your way. There, you think something's going to get in the way of me being in control to do what I want, when I want, with my kids. I mean, you know, this summer, I'm just we're, we're just checking out and spending a month in Europe to see all our family in Italy and all that stuff. There's a lot going on. I shouldn't be doing it, but it's what I want to do, and I'm going to go do it, right? So with that, so if you figure out your why, what most people do, even if you have that passion, is most people don't really know where they're going. So, so let me just, and, and you know, what? humor me. If you're listening to this this week, do it as a, do it as a cool, like inner humor me, like see if I'm the real deal. See if I, I've done this with thousands of people, take 10 people randomly this week and ask them what they don't want out of life. And you do this too, man. Just, just walk up to friends and family, not somebody who listens to this all the time. Who's in that space, just regular people and say, what don't you want? And they'll go, what do you mean? Just tell me what, what would you change? What don't you want in life? And they'll say, oh man, I don't like this job. My boss is a real jerk or, or my company's not making, or my wife, man, she's always on my ass or, or this or the kids. And they'll tell you, and then abruptly cut them off and say, what is it that you really do want? 
nine out of 10 people will say, oh man, that, that's a really good question. Or, hmm, I have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're programmed and it's not anybody's fault. You're not doing anything wrong. We're programmed to really focus on what we don't want in life. So we're like, we're, we're, we're in a Ferrari going hundred miles an hour with no GPS. We're just trying to avoid potholes. We're really not getting anywhere. We're just right. going really fast. So I, I'll let you ask a question. I want to keep going because I want I want to talk more on this. No, no, absolutely. I'm 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 stuck in this because I remember going through these personal habits that I had. Wes, why do you you're in this depressive, suicidal state? Because all you're focusing on is how shitty your knee feels and how you're never going to play again and how yep. you've you know you've ruined a relationship that served you in a in a city that you loved and all you're focusing on is is the negativity right and then there's the compound effect effect yeah yeah and no it, that stacks right? so fast it's unbelievable oh. and dude and you can't beat yourself up because it's it's how most of us are programmed right, right. and the the problem is. And here's a, here's a great analogy. I wrote this in the book, but it's a true story. A buddy of mine, he's a partner in one of a company that I own called growth. Um, he goes on this trip, him and a bunch of dads take these 17, 18 year old boys and they're going to go on the whitewater rafting in, uh, Colorado in, um, not Denver, but anyway, they're going to go whitewater rafting. They get there. It rained for like two weeks. The rapids are five out of fives. So the dads are all freaked out. We got all these kids. They're going on like, Oh man, we got other parents are going to kill us. So he said the instructor comes out and this is easier said than done, but man, it's the game changer. This is one of the foundational changes of my life and obviously yours too, or you wouldn't be sitting here interviewing me right now. So I commend you. We're, we're kindred spirits without even knowing each other for a lot of years. But this instructor comes out and says, dads, don't worry. Kids, you got to listen to me because you see this finger. This is the positive point. He said, we're going to get in this raft and he goes, wherever I point, you just look at the area I'm pointing at and you paddle your guts out. He's like, I will never point to the down tree. I'll never point to the rock. I'll never point to the rapid that'll flip us over. Because if I do, all your focus will go to that rock, we'll run right into it and we'll flip over and you guys could die. So I'm going to save your life by saying this finger will save your life because it's always the positive point. And that's life. We're running around pointing wow. at the rocks. We're running around pointing at the rocks we don't want to hit, and we're running right into them. We focus on, man, I, I don't want this to happen. I don't want my life to be over. I used to have, used to have people adoring fans. I'm never going to have fans again, right? I'm, my earpiece popped out. I'm never going to have fans again. My family's going to think I let them down. I didn't do the right thing. Like you start stacking all the things you don't want, and what do you do? You run right into it, and that's all you get. You get more of it. So. The, the, what you obviously did or you wouldn't be here is you found a place where you wanted to put your momentum. I can inspire others. I could relate to people who are feeling this way. I could, I have a voice. I have, I have a message and you gave it. And when you focus on that, when you focus on the point, I bet you wake up feeling completely different than when you're letting people down. You're never going to be anything. You wasted all your time, right? So in life, think about where you want to point, especially when days are tough. And, and I'm going to give you a little hack here. In today's crazy busy world, we have text messages, social media, our phones are everything, right? We have more technology, they say, in our phones than Bill Clinton did when he was president. That wasn't a million years ago, right? Wow. So we have so much access to information. We have information overload. So I feel like we're like, this is an old cartoon, the, the Roadrunner. Remember the Tasmanian devil? He'd spin around. There's big Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. That's, that's, that's why sometimes it's hard to set goals and see vision where you want to go. We're going so fast. There's like a dust cloud around us. So I'm going to give you a little hack right now. I have it. I do literally on a monthly basis. Pretend it's a year from now and it's the best year of your life. Literally the best year. Like, Can't how wait. Do you, Cannot five, wait five, for that. Right. 
So instead of looking forward at your at what a year looks like, pretend it's a year. You know, you and I are having this conversation. It's a year from now. You're like, Dean, dude, in the last year, best year of my life, I'm making X, right? I'm making the money that I wanted to make. I wake up freaking confident at least five days a week. I'm still working on those last two, but five days a week, I wake up on fire. I'm in a relationship, right? I'm in a relationship that's just fucking perfect for my (laughs) life, right? Like, this is how I feel. This is the emotions. Feel that, live it, and just jot all that down. Don't, don't look what you're going to accomplish. It's a year from now. It was the best year of your life. What's that look like? And then circle the most important ones. And that's how you get a vision and clarity. Wow. That's how I really you know, like that. That's how you know where you want to go. That's, and so that, again, if I, if I could just ramble here, but, no. but what happens is these all go together when you have your why, right? You, you got the passion, your heart's in it. It's like, okay, now I got the Lamborghini. I got the fastest car on the road. Yeah. But where the hell am I going? Okay, best year of my life. I want this. I want this money. I want my own business. I want to start that URL, do this online real estate, whatever it is. Okay, now I have my vision. And then the next thing, the next part of that evolution is when you have a clear vision, all of a sudden time opens up. You're not, you're not looking for a time management because you know what the hell to say no to. Yes. If, 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 if what you're doing doesn't serve God, the universe, your bigger future, your vision, where you want to go, then why the hell are you doing it? Right. 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 So then all of a sudden, and, and again, I'm just going on here on a riff here, but that's when you create a not to do list in your life. And I'd love the riff on that too, because that's so for everybody's got to Dean, if you apologize one more time for going on a riff, (laughs) my man, listen, when you feel it, you, uh, this is, this is why you're on the show because you've become a master at speaking your truth and saying what you feel. So let's just keep following. Let's just, let's keep, let's keep following you, man. I'm all right. So, all right. So cool. So you get your why, get your vision. Even if you've heard this before, remember I'm not saying anything brand new, but maybe I'm saying it in a way that affects you today. I, everybody listening right now, here's the best advice. When you listen to podcasts, when you read books, take the shit that serves you out of the message and throw the rest away. You mm. can't do all of it. You can't change your life. That's what New Year's resolutions are, why they don't work. I'm going through this, whether you heard it before or not. I'm telling you this is the key to success. Grab what you wish, which you wish out of this, throw the rest away and do something today. Literally find your why today. Write down what the best year you look like life looks like today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't do it when you get home. Listen, right, do this this moment. Momentum creates momentum. And then the thing I will tell you that'll lock it in to make this a part of your life is we all have a to-do list, but we're all doing way too much stuff we shouldn't be. So this is a little bit tougher, but if you really want, if you're listening to this incredible show, you want more out of life. If you really want to do this, if you want to, di- listen, my daughter, I'm going to digress for a second. Uh, I had one of the greatest nights of my life. What's, her, what's her name, Dean? What's your daughter's Brianna. name? My Brianna. daughter's name is Brianna. And yeah. I'm a, I'll get to back to the not to do list. Okay. But last night was one of the greatest nights ever. My daughter, just like you on a different level, no one, you won game, all the work you did to win was off the field. Sure. Right. People see you kick ass on the field, but that's all the effort off the field. My daughter has been going to a pitching coach because she wanted to. She found the one she wanted. She goes to a pitching coach. We're going tonight. She pitches uh, softball. She practices almost every night without telling her friends. She doesn't make a big deal out of it. Last night, she had a game against the best team. She got up. She struck every batter out. She throws fast. She's the fastest. She throws the fastest in her entire league. She's my little. She's my little like 
like girly girl who gets up there and freaking has, I wish I could show you a video of it. She just freaking rifles it like <laughs> unbelievable. Like half the girls step out of the box cause they're too afraid. And right. then she gets up and hits a three run Homer to the fence. Wow. I was so proud, but I say that only because she's not good because she shows up and good. She's good because of what she does when no one's watching. Mm. And you said that before when it's like, that's the fact. So what I'm, why did I tell you all that? Because I want to inspire you that if you want more, it's not going to happen organically. Just listening to us is not going to make you make more money, be happier, have a more fulfilled life. You have to take action. So what I'm going to give you is a little bit of work, but I'll tell you, it could be one of the biggest game changers of your life. And that's making a not to do list. Here's what I'd recommend. Whether you write it down or you want to do it on your computer, on your hand, on your, on your, on your smartphone, I'd say, write it down, write down every hour over the next four days, everything you do per hour, everything you do. Literally, I, I ran to the store, I got some groceries, I did a podcast, I wrote a book, I did my work, whatever it is you do. We all do different stuff. And then at the end of the four days, analyze each thing you've done and bump it up against your bigger vision. Now, there's there's a couple things. There's money, there's happiness, there's joy, and you want all those things. In your greatest year ever, you're not going to put, I'm just rich. You want to be fulfilled, happy, joyful, more time, right? So I would bump everything on that list up against where it is that you want to go. And if it doesn't fit, it has to be on the not to do list. Ariana Huffington, who started Huffington Post, had a great line. She's a good friend of mine. She said, sometimes the best way to finish a project is to quit it. Like there's things that we shouldn't be doing, right? So right. taking a not to do list. So now you wrote down all this stuff and then think of it in these terms. Is it something I should quit and never do again? Is it something I should automate? There's a lot of things that we could do. You could set payment plans on automated payments. You could send emails to be automated so you're not checking your emails so much. You could get someone else to drop off your dry clean. You know, there's things you can automate. Or the third thing, can I delegate it? Can my wife handle this? My husband handle this? Can I get a virtual assistant in the Philippines for four bucks an hour to do this stuff for me? When you can either quit it, automate it, or delegate it, you'll see time in your life opens up because the only thing you should be working on are the things that take you towards your bigger future that go along your vision. We're all so distracted. We all go check our bank account and we spend two hours looking at stupid crap on Facebook. What is it? You're never going to get that two hours back. Stop the distraction. Find a way to be productive by just working on the things in your vision. And all of a sudden that thought of, I need more time. None of us have we're never going to get more time. We just have to be more clear on what we do during the time we're doing it. So productivity is is the underlying fact yeah, and of factor of those yeah, yeah. who get to prosperity, those yeah. who are at your level of production. Is that is that the underlying theme that you see that weaves all successful people together is that aspect of being the most efficient with their time by figuring out how to automate it or or to yeah, yeah. to send I it do. off and, and I, the the yeah. craziest thing that I want to want to to ask you are the are those people that you vibrate with the Tony Robbins of the world the Ariana Huffingtons the ones that are um, the ones that are really here to, with a purpose to change yep. and influence lives what do you see is the is the the kind of the parallel between all of you and your visions and your great missions? great question great question and and I'll share this at first. I think because I've been doing this for so many years, because I've read tens of thousands of posts, met thousands and thousands of my students, sold millions of books, um, I probably would have said 15 years ago, be more productive, get shit done, start today. Right. But the reason I went 
Yes, the answer, what you answered, productivity and working on the shit that matters, kind of binary thinking. Does this take me towards the life I want or does it not? Like think binary thinking is ones and O's, yeses or no. Does this effort I'm doing right now improve my life, take me where I want to go, complete my vision, or does it not? If it doesn't, I'm not freaking doing it. Like sure. that's that's where you need to get. Yes, all successful people that I know, I've been blessed to meet billionaires and presidents and hang out with Michael Jordan and all these really cool people I never thought I'd meet. They all have that in common. They know what to say no to. But what I realize, if I just said that to everybody listening, to just have the discipline to work harder, it wouldn't work for any of you. Because discipline is tough. When someone just tells you, just work harder, it's like, what the hell does that mean? But the reason I wrote Millionaire Success Habits, and it's been 30 years in the making, is because I realized, how do you get disciplined where you love it, where you want to be freaking disciplined, where I want to kick that softball, soccer ball when no one's watching, when I want to get better at my craft, when I want to rehearse when no one's watching. When I, it's You go backwards to find that passionate why you want it. You get the damn vision and clarity on, on where the hell you're going, and you take the shit out of your life you shouldn't be doing. And all of a sudden, discipline seems like a piece of cake, right? So (laughs) so just to tell everybody, get your ass in gear, that sounds good. It'll last a week. Do some of the fundamental things, and all of a sudden, that just becomes who you are, right? right? You're just that enthusiastic guy or girl that gets shit done. I mean, who would want somebody to say that, right? Who's that guy? Oh, man, he's just enthusiastic, authentic, and that guy gets shit done, right? right? Or a girl gets it, right? Just an overall badass out here chasing and attacking life. I love when someone says, Wes – you're attacking life and that that fills me up. When you are walking in your light, you subconsciously give me the right to walk in in mine, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Marianne Williamson, I believe that is. Um, here's here's a, the next question I, I want to ask you as we move along in this in this podcast. You know, as we are out here and, and there are other people that are having success around us and we haven't figured out how to have success on our own yet – Right, speaking to those people, yeah. trying to figure it out, and seeing other people that are walking in their light. Why is it that people have such a hard time being happy and grateful for others succeeding, for yeah. others winning? What What is the issue fundamentally that um, is wrong with that? What What's broken in society? Yeah, you know, there's there's two things that put. So, uh, one of my mentors, Dan Sullivan, he owns a company called Strategic Coach. He's an awesome dude. Um, he calls it the gap. And we fall in the gap, the funk, depression, a down, you know, feeling down, whatever you want to call it. He calls right. it the gap. And we do that in two ways, comparing ourselves to others, right? So especially social media, like people are watching you like, dude, how, I want my own podcast. I want to do this. Damn, you know, what the hell? I could do that shit, you know? Right. Like, and I mean, dude, for as many books as I sell, I get people that just watch my infomercial be like, ah, screw that dude. He's an idiot. He's a huckster. He's, you know, whatever. And, and what you have to realize is first off, I've come to, and I want to talk about this dude in a minute. I have a friend of mine who said, when I read that stuff now, I've changed it. They're just delusioned fans, right? Because it's like- <laughs> I like if, that, yeah. Right? They're, de- they're delusioned fans because these guys are watching my podcast. They're watching my videos. They wait till I'm done with a 20-minute live Facebook, and then they comment all this stuff. It's like, if you hated me, you'd be doing something else. You're either just <laughs> pissed that I'm doing what you want to do. So instead of being pissed, let's figure a way to do this shit together, right? right. So, yeah. but, fall- but falling in the gap happens 
by comparing yourself to other without with others without knowing what they've gone through, right? Especially right. social media, people are taking 70 pictures to get one and putting a filter on. You're like, damn, why don't I look as good as him or her today? It's like, right. but that's how we are. So when and what happens is this innate feeling, some people are like, you know, I want to step up and be like them, where most people are like, screw them. They must have had a shortcut, must have been easier. They must because really they just want it so bad. Nobody's ever given them the tools or the thought process to go figure it out on their own. Right. And another thing we do, the second thing. And that puts you in a gap. The gap is like, ah, screw that. And I'm going to tell you how to get out of the gap for those listening. The second thing is we compare ourselves to our ideal self. Think about that. Like you get in shape, you're looking great. And you're like, man, I'm in shape. I got my podcast rocking, but man, I'm not doing good with my girlfriend or whatever. I'm not spending enough time with her. So then you get your relationship working. I don't know your situation, but I'm saying you get your relationship working and that's working. You're like, man, I got the relationship going, podcast going, I'm in shape, but I'm not making the money I want. Man, I, I should be making twice as much. I used to make more. So we're always comparing ourselves to this perfect person person, this ideal that never, ever happens. It's like chasing the sunset. You could chase, you could go West as fast as you can. You're never going to get the sunset right, and you're right. never going to be the ideal you. And you're never going to be the person that you think is ideal that you just created in their head. You don't know what other people's crap they go through and what they deal with and what they had to experience to get there. So the best way to get out of the funk, instead of comparing yourself to your perfect self or comparing yourself to others, is turn around and pat yourself on the back for all the cool shit that you've accomplished. You know, if I was, if I would have met you when you were going through that funk, what I would have done is made you write down 20 things that makes you a badass. And you would have said, nah, dude, that doesn't matter. Look what I'm like, I would have just kept hammering that. Like, no, what makes you a badass? How were you in high school? How were you in middle school? Did you give up going to parties and proms to do what you did? Did you give up this? What did you do here? How'd you accomplish? How'd you feel when your parents or your girlfriend or someone watched you win that first game or when you got accepted to the college or when you got accepted to the thing or scored your first goal? I would just flood you with thinking of all the bad ass shit that you've done. And it's impossible to have that and, and be in the gap or be depressed at the same time. It's impossible because right. if you find a way to be gratitude for your past stuff, you can't be grateful and sad at the same time. It's, it's too, it's like being, you know, it's either full or empty, right? Yeah. So, so, so I know you asked me how to deal with those people. It's just, I would say, let's just try to save them all. Like you're <laughs> in the gap. You're right, in a right. funk. Just get out of the funk. Like instead of judging us or 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 judging yourself, just look backwards. You're either a good parent, you're a good husband, a good wife. You've done something great at work. You did something great at school. Take that momentum, that positive focus, and then apply that to where you want to go. And then you know, you won't give a shit about what other people do. Love that. Love that, Dean, man. What a what a value-driven podcast, and this is excellent. You know, we here at Creating Space Movement have developed this live still m module, basically. It's a, it's a lifestyle kind of a guide, and it's a four-quadrant yeah. basis where we're trying to help people get really focused on a morning habit of moving yeah. from self to tribe to their hustle or what creates oh, their sustenance, awesome. and then move to legacy, right? I and love it. Each morning with these habits, we ask them to – to talk about what they want to start, what they want to stop, and what they want to continue in each one of those quadrants, right? Yep. Right now, I'm really, really all in on hustle, okay? Yeah. I'm all, my hustle is now because I'm vibrating at my true frequency. My yep. tribe is – I'm starting to pull people That's awesome. in that I love and care about. People like yourself are starting to see value in a little bit yep. of what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm not really – given a lot of love to myself on a daily basis. So yeah. those two quadrants right now, I'm all in. I need a little bit more in yep. my self-love area. What about you? Of those four quadrants, self, tribe, hustle, 
and legacy, kind of where are you at in your life? Where's your I'd bet to say I'd bet to say my uh, on self. Um, I do better on self in the last couple of years, but tribe huge. Yeah. Hustle my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I but I have a couple kids, so it's changed a lot. My my then what I realized being a parent um, is kids don't do what you say; they become who you are. Wow. So I need wow. to I need to be I need I become a better man. I make better decisions. I I do different things because I realize it doesn't matter that we do Sunday meetings and I and they they're my kids. They get all this every day. They're gonna be who I am. And, yeah. and I want to, I want to be congruent with the, what I tell you, the man I say I am out to the world, the biggest magnifying glass of those two kids. They'll call me out in two seconds. Right? <laughs> so, Love it. so working on, so I tried to balance all of them. They're always out of whack. They always are. Sure. And they always will be. And just as long as you acknowledge them and when you acknowledge them, don't beat yourself up knowing like right now you're saying self is down, right? Sure. sure. So what I did, I did a couple things. So I created a new habit for myself in the morning about a year ago because I was, I was just waking up and going right into the hustle. That's where I'm at, Dean. That's exactly okay. where I am. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you my simple hack and you beat your, you beat it up and, and switch it. But what I did was about a year ago, I made this at night. I go to bed and put my phone on airplane mode. Okay. Every night because there's nothing worse than rolling over, checking the text, oh, check how many, change how, your day immediately. how many people, well, how many people did you checked on your social media or how that podcast do? Let me just check how that podcast did. You think a lot of people look, they didn't. And then all Dude, of a get sudden. Get out of my head, Dean. Get out of my yeah, head. Yeah. yeah. So then all of a sudden you are playing defense for the day. Someone else is in control of your emotions, not you. Think about that. So if you're going to set up a day for success, set it up where you're in control, man. Yeah. If you look at a text, you look at an email, somebody sends you something, you look at a negative quote, dude, you just let someone else rob your day and you need to set your day up for excellence and confidence. Dude, protect your confidence with your life. Your confidence is everything. And if there's anything that knocks that confidence down, even this much, you got to get rid of it. So for me, and the more I leave my phone on airplane mode, no more texts, no more checking emails when I wake up. First thing I do and everybody talks about be grateful and you'll be great and wonderful. That, that's awesome. But sometimes it's hard to find gratitude. Yeah, so sure. here's, here's my little secret. Lower the bar. Don't wake up and be like, oh man, my podcast is number 10 or my, it's growing. It's like, no, that's for another day. That's for another time in the day. Right. Wake up. Listen, 150,000 people die every day, every day. You can Google it. You didn't die today. Like I'll wake up and be like, man, these sheets feel good. Or just to get my head in a gratitude place or my, both my kids are downstairs sleeping. They're so both freaking healthy. Or my daughter pitched a no hitter last night or, oh my God, it's sunny again. Like little things to remind myself to be grateful for the tiny stuff. So I set my, my phone is on airplane mode. I think of something grateful. I don't do it. I don't do it every day. And the days I don't, I screw my day up. Right. Sure. So, sure. I, so I'm grateful. So I feel like I feed my soul with a little bit of gratitude. I'm not talking a half hour practice. I'm talking 120 seconds. Yeah. Then I feed my body. For me, I do a green drink every day with some MCT oil and a whole lemon squeezed in. I down that. I feel like I'm feeding my body. And then I go move. Then I, before my kid's up, I'm either running the mountain, jogging, or hit the gym. And I do that six days a week, try to do it seven. And that's for me. That's all about me, all about my body, serving me, taking care of me. And then when I come home... For me, I have a ritual with my kids. I cook them breakfast every day. We have morning conversation at the table. That fills my heart. And then the next thing I do, and this is one word I'm giving to you. Everybody listen can take it, but I'm giving this to you. Don't make a to-do list. Make a get-to-do list. Man, you are here. You're alive. There's a lot of stuff we got to do that's not as fun as this to get here. 
But man, there's there's 150,000 people die a day. There's a lot of people putting roofs on in Phoenix right now at 100 degrees. There's people digging ditches. There's people that are homeless, unemployed. Man, we get to be here. We get to... Dude, we get to influence people's lives. Everybody listening right now, you get to influence others in a positive way. You get to breathe. A lot of us, you know, we live in amazing places. Like find gratitude that and write a get to do list. And I know this, I'm not saying I do it every day, but if I leave my phone on airplane mode, I think of something grateful. I feed my body with green juice. I exercise and I write a get to do list. My day is set up for success and I gave myself enough. That bucket is like Dean has been served. And then the rest, then you just have a more confident day. And that's just the beginning of your day. Yeah, that's, that's just my, the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. That's my kids leave for school at 745. So that all happens before. eight. <laughs> <laughs> what a beast. What? No wonder you crush life. No wonder you're on your fifth book. You've been um, New York Times bestseller since like 2006, man. Like yeah. anything you've put your mind to, you have accomplished. And listen, I told you this before we went on air, Dean, and, and I'll say this to the Creating Space Tribe. You have significantly made me feel like what I had in my mind was achievable. And I saw that in the likes of like David Beckham on the soccer field or yeah. Ronaldinho, the, the models who had a little something that I could see inside of myself. And they allowed me to bring that out. And you have done that. And it wasn't until I got this podcast to a certain platform that I felt confident enough to reach out to the people like yourself who didn't even have a Scooby-Doo that they were influencing or had influenced yeah, my life you. at some point. So super, super, talk about gratitude for the little things. I'm extremely grateful that you would take time out of your busy day to come onto the Creating Space podcast to leave as much value as you left. People would have to pay thousands of dollars in consulting fees to get some of access of what you have just given for free to our tribe. Listen, the person you are, the things you have done, we need more warriors of light. And I'm just excited to, for you to come on the show, for you to have even a clue who I am and now to know a little bit about the creating space movement, that's a come full circle movement. And, and I'm, and I'm really, really grateful that you take the time, Dean. You got it, man. Well, thank you. This is great. And I hope you continue to get more and more people. And if there's anybody I can help get on your show, I'll, I'll do what I can. Last question. Last question yeah. for you before we run this one off. Dean, what do you hope they say about you and your eulogy? Uh, you know, besides being the uh, best parent possible, because that's huge for me right now, because I think that'll be my last breath. Like, did I serve them to give them a fulfilled life? But I would just say never gave up. I would, I'd look back on how many times I should have given up. Uh, I mean, everybody looks at the success now and, and uh, man, I failed miserably. I've almost been bankrupt. I was homeless as a kid, I, but I, I lost all my money as an adult once by making bad decisions. And there was so many times I could have, and, uh, I realized I never did. And that, that would be what I would give everybody is just, man, there's always more. If you're still breathing, you still got to fight in the game, man. I love it, man. It's a kindred spirit for sure. My dad used to tell me when I was little and it still reigns true in my mind. He, he used to tell me two things. He'd say, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the yeah. size of the fight in the dog. And he'd say, if you get knocked down seven times, son, you stand up eight. And yeah. uh, you keep doing that. You're the essence of that. Dean, um, I salute you. I'm grateful for you, man. And have a great rest of your week. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, thanks, man. Keep up the good work. How cool is that guy? I mean, come on. How cool is that guy? He 
was born with dyslexia, had to learn through that learning development issue, has found a way to go from survival mode to thrive mode. And that's what we all want to do in life. But he does it being authentically him. And that's the struggle that some of us go through. And it was so important to get Dean on the show because hearing other interviews that he had been on, I just connected with his energy, I connected with his authenticity, I connected with his message. And I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn how he cultivated that. I wanted to learn what the process was like. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview. It's probably one of my top five favorite interviews of the 97 different um creating space podcasts that we have. I love this process and I want to stay passionate to continue to find different people that you guys want to hear from. So just like I want to hear from people, if there are influencers out there that you are passionate to connect with, allow me to go bring them on the show. Reach out to us. You can get us at team at creatingspacemovement.com. Shoot us an email there. You can find me on Instagram, Wesley T. Knight, Twitter as well. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash west.night. Anyways, we've got a retreat coming up. It's going to be called the Live Still Weekend. I want to know who's involved. We're not going to do any more work on this retreat until we get at least 20 people who are confirmed and ready to go. We've got a whole incredible itinerary ready, but we want to see if you guys are passionate to get away for a weekend and learn how to create space in your life to continue to get better. So that's going to include yoga. It's going to include mindfulness. It's going to include self-development workshops, teamwork, some fear um, and thrilling exercises that are going to push you outside of your comfort zone. It's going to be awesome. And there are going to be 20 individuals who are like-minded all coming there to grow. And I want to know if you're interested. So if you are interested, jump over to creatingspacemovement.com forward slash still weekend. That's S-T-H-L for self, tribe, hustle, and legacy. So creatingspacemovement.com forward slash still weekend. Go ahead, jump your, jump your email address on there. Let us know that you're interested and we will get you the details. 20 people is what we need to move forward with this weekend if you're out there. If you're ready to do it in July, let's make this happen. Creatingspacemovement.com forward slash still weekend. Love every single one of you guys. Really look forward to hearing from you. And if you get a chance, if you feel so called, if you could jump over to iTunes and give this podcast five stars and a rating, I would love to see that. Absolutely love it. Right? Love every single one of you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you again on Monday for Mindset Monday.